we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring you guys around me like that. Let me tell you something, Heather. It's the only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Welcome back to the Hot and Bravoed podcast. I'm Armin, and I really appreciate everyone sticking with us through this super long hiatus. Everyone at the Hot and Bravoed podcast deeply apologizes. A lot's been going on. Uh, Eddie is taking classes at UCB, uh, so he's been out of um, out of the Bravo game for for the last month or so, but. I am joined by one of my favorite people in the in the entire world. He'll probably be pissed that I didn't say my favorite person in the entire world. This person is my co-host on another podcast called Holly Shook. You all should check it out if you haven't already. It's a celebrity scandal podcast. Uh, but he is an avid Vanderpump Rules watcher. In fact, back in our buttered pop days, that's a whole other podcast, we would recap Vanderpump Rules together. Uh, this person is none other than the great, the famous Ryan Alkire. How are you, Ryan? Hi, I'm so good and so famous. Um, <laughs> this is a full circle moment for me. I believe my first ever podcast was a Vanderpump Rules recap podcast. Yep. Like back in like probably like 2017 or 2016 or 2017. Yeah. No years. Um, but yeah, I was so nervous. I remember we recorded at your old apartment and I was like so nervous. And now look at me. No nerves at all. You were so nervous to start, but 10, 15 minutes into it, it was like second nature to you. I'm a natural. I mean, what can I say? Um, I'm also obsessed with Vanderpump Rules. It's the only Bravo show I watch religiously, um, which people are usually shocked to hear um, because I am the type of person that should watch every Bravo show. <laughs> like, It's like I'm breaking stereotypes by not. But yeah, I'm, it's the only Bravo show I've watched every episode of. Um, I do sporadically watch Below Deck, Below Deck Med, Below Deck Yacht. Um, I um, highly recommend Roni for you. I think you'd like it because you, know. you just watched Sex in the City. I famously, Ryan loves to say famously, by the way. Mm-hmm. I famously call Roni Sex in the City's sequel. I know I need to watch Roni. I also need to watch Ro Boov. Um, <laughs> Ro Boov? What's that? Beverly Hills. Okay. Oh, wait. R H O B H. Ro Um Yeah, no V there. Beverly Hills. Oh, V. I was thinking Beverly Hills. <laughs> uh, it's three words to you. It's Beverly Hills. Be, and then Verly. <laughs> um, if I do end up watching it Housewives, I, I do think I will start with Beverly Hills, though. No offense. Um, uh, but I'm telling you, R- Roni is way more your bag. Because okay. I know how much you love Sex in the City. Yeah. There is literally a Samantha. There is literally a Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. There is right. I don't know why I <laughs> use the, the use character's the character. name for one and the actress's name for the other. I mean Carrie. Very, I know Carrie. Very Carrie of her to have her actor name. <laughs> um okay, well then maybe I'll reconsider. Maybe I'll do 
Roni instead. But we're not here to talk about that. No, we're not. Enough about me. Um, but we are here to talk about last night's episode of Vanderpump Rules. Um, we're going to Kentucky, Rye. You ready? Okay, but here's the thing. We've been going to Kentucky. I Oh, and we're staying there. We're, will we ever leave Kentucky is my real question. I'm pretty sure the show relocated to Kentucky. I wouldn't be surprised at this point. Like, So I, two weeks ago was, or I guess last week, was when they arrived, right? And they did the, no, two weeks ago they arrived. And it was like two the last. Two episodes f- ago, which was last week. Yeah. <clears throat> no, because it wasn't the end of two weeks ago. Like the last five minutes, they like arrived and they're like, we're here, but like nothing happened. Uh, and then the I next can't remember. Was the rehearsal dinner and like Tom number one, Tom number two. I think they arrived and had that whole re- rehearsal moment in one episode, actually. Okay. So this is our first full episode in Kentucky. Yes, I believe so. Okay. But it feels like we've had seven episodes in Kentucky already. Um, I did. <laughs> I did play myself. I thought that last night was going to be the wedding. So I did go around telling people, I'm like, Jackson, Brittany's wedding's tonight. Only for me to have to wait one more week. And the kicker is, you would say that and nobody knew what you were talking about. Right. Obviously, people were like, whomst? And like, shouldn't you be there if you're going to this wedding? And I was like, "Ah, it's a long story. (laughs) So let's start off um, talking about Kristen Doty. Uh, I'm always Team Kristen. Famously. Right. The episode starts off with a lot of drama. Kristen and Stassi and Katie and I think Lala too get into a fight as they seem to do nowadays. Yeah. It's like they're preset. Yeah. They don't even have like an off mode when it comes to fighting. And it, I don't even remember how it starts exactly. I think it's about Carter coming to the wedding. So Lala's... Uh, Lala, Stasi, and Katie were talking during the um, rooftop party. Other the thing murder about mystery game, seven right? Seven different wedding or seven different parties over the course of three days. So this was the rooftop party, and they were talking about how Carter is Katie or Kristen's plus one, but that since they're not dating, Carter shouldn't be invited. Whatever. It's the <clears> it's then- the rehash of the. Of the feud, basically. Of the whole thing. But then the best part was that Kristen drunk is drunker than everyone else, of course, and walks up and is like, hey. Like, she walks up like, what's up? And, like, crouches down next to them because they're sitting on a bench. And Lala just goes, we're talking about you. And I just Kristen, remembered that, actually. That's perfect. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and then they, like, yell at her about how if she's not dating Carter, then why would... They bring Carter. Or why would she bring Carter? Okay, so we haven't talked about this at all. I don't think we've actually talked about any of this season at all with each other. No, we haven't. Where do you stand on this whole issue? It's the same issue that's been ongoing since last year, actually. Yeah. Which is essentially that Stassi and Katie feel like Kristen can't keep her story straight. And they find that to be deceiving. And Kristen's like, listen, like, I'm a mess. I think she kind of owns it. Like, I'm a fucking mess. And yeah, I love Carter and he's my best friend, the, the person I love in this world. But at other points, she'll say we get into massive arguments and I fucking hate him. My 
I see both sides. Um, oh, wow. You're going to hedge on this. Well, I see both sides, but I do believe that Stassi and Katie are being a little dramatic and aggressive about it. So I can relate to Stassi and Katie because I had a friend this past summer who kept talking about how her and her boyfriend are done. We're done. We're broken up. And then three days later, so guess who came over last night? And I'd be like, cool. And then she'd be like, he's doing so much better. Like, he knew he was in trouble. And now he's, like, treating me so well. And it was like, I kid you not, every three days, it'd be back to, we're over. I got to the point where I either stopped responding to text messages about it or stopped giving in and, like, doing the whole, oh, my God, yeah, he sucks. Like, fuck that guy. And then three days later, okay, well, like, I that's so great. I'm happy he's, like, being nice to you. Like, I stopped doing that because that is exhausting as a friend. Sure. And it's also like, okay, girl, like, I'm not going to listen to the breakup drama every three days. But isn't it also just, like, hilarious fodder? It's, it's, it's hilarious fodder, but it's exhausting. And so mm-hmm. I get where Katie and uh, Stassi are like, we can't fucking do this anymore, girl. Like, are you broken up or not? If you're not, cool, just fucking own that. But if you are, be broken up and don't, like, play this back and forth. To, like, end a friendship and to be, like, Katie has said some kind of harsh words to her. I think is a little much. Right. Like, At the she, end of the scene, Katie says to Brittany, what you just witnessed was the end of a friendship. That's the end. crazy draconian. Right. So that's my thing. I'm like, yes, it sucks and it's hard, but like your friend who you've known for decades is also like going through a really hard time. So at least be a little sensitive to that. I'm not saying like coddle her and agree with her and always be like, on her side about it, but, like, you don't have to be a fucking bitch about it, in my opinion. Right. You could basically be dismissive about it, but you don't have to be antagonistic about it. And that's that's my view, because Kristen doesn't know what the hell she wants. That's the thing. Yeah. And you know what? I feel like we can jump to a later scene here just because it ties together. Like, yeah. sometimes we go sequentially rise, sometimes we just jump around. So, welcome to Hot and Bravo. I am feeling very chaotic on this hot and bravo, and I love that. Well, if you remember, later in the episode, Stassi and Bo are talking in the morning in bed about this whole drama. Um, a part of that conversation is about Bo and Kristen's argument, which we'll get to, but I want I to go to Stassi's point. And Stassi makes the point that she's not done with Kristen in this moment for what she has done recently. As mm-hmm. she said, she has uh, forgiven Kristen for things she has done, including the fact that Kristen slept with Stassi's boyfriend, right? Who's now getting married, yes. Who's not getting married. In this case, Stassi is done with Kristen for who she is. Mm-hmm. She literally says that. She's like, I'm done with Kristen for who she is. She's a psychopath. After this wedding, we're done. Okay, that's it. But the way they're framing it, at least to Kristen, is just kind of nonsensical. It's like, oh, Kristen, you're a liar. You're just always lying to us. No, she's not lying to you guys. And and I think Stassi knows that. In that moment, she articulates it. Yeah, Kristen isn't lying. 
Kristen's just a hot mess. And if you can't deal with a hot mess, well, that's one thing. It's just different than what you're articulating to Kristen. And I I appreciated that she spelt it out that way because it is true. It's like this is this isn't like an ins- an isolated incident that I'm like now mad at her about. It's a whole history. Exactly. But also say that to her. I think that her next step is she has to say that to Kristen. Like it doesn't mean anything saying it to Bo, in my opinion. That's not, not gonna play well. <clears throat> I mean but I want the scene where she tells it to Kristen, you know, so she better fucking tell it to Kristen. <laughs> it's way worse, actually, than breaking up with someone over something they've done. She's straight up like, I hate the essence of Kristen. In my but, view, she's a psychopath. But, like... I just mean... I don't know. I think I'm not saying friend, Stassi's wrong. I'm just saying that it's kind of cruel to articulate to someone. I agree, but... I'm not saying word for word, be like, I think you're a psychopath. (laughs) But like, maybe just like, I don't know, have a conversation. They've never, they haven't had a a conversation all season. It's just been them drunk yelling at each other. Like pull her aside and be like, Kristen, I'm done because this is how I feel. You're acting and I can't do it anymore. And that's my feelings on it. I think this is basically Stassi's viewpoint from season three, but she finally has the manpower behind her to execute what she's been wanting to do since season three. Yeah. (laughs) But in season three, when she was like, everyone's a psychopath, Katie, join me and let's excommunicate them. Katie didn't have Stassi's back because at that point, Katie hadn't matured. But I think Katie has matured now and Stassi can (laughs) finally say, hey, Katie, don't you see this psychopathic behavior? Are you ready to be done? And Katie's maybe even leading the charge here. I would say Katie's leading the charge because she said some harsh things. She said some harsh things. Um, yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, as of now, based on Instagram, it looks like they're still not friends. So, yeah, that's crazy to me because they're like the witches of WeHo. They have a wine company. Whatever happened to that wine company? Yeah, what happens to that? Seriously, that's well, what why you don't mix business with uh, pleasure. I don't think it really lasted that long. I don't know if they're still doing it. <laughs> we never got our bottle. It was like $40 for a bottle or I something. Know. And it was like, uh... And I think you had to buy three at a time. So it was like three for 120 It was very expensive. Yeah, I was like, I've tra- I've tasted Vanderpump Rosé and it's nothing special. So I doubt this is any better. Do you want to quickly comment on the Kristen and Bo thing? The Kristen and Bo thing's crazy. I don't... It just... I think it just validates Stasi's statement, and that's that on that. <laughs> I mean, how can how can you be mad at Bo for saying that Stasi's is number one? Yeah, Kristen, come on, what are you doing here? And I, I am famously Team Kristen. I always think she's great. I mean, I don't agree with her actions or her words half the time, but she's great TV, and that's why I'm watching it. <laughs> um, oh, the return yeah. the return of Crazy Kristen has been a godsend. I mean, Crazy yeah. Kristen strikes back. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I have said many times to you even that like one of the reasons why I feel like the later Vanderpump Rules seasons aren't as good as the earlier Vanderpump Rules seasons. It's the fact that uh, Kristen kind of became crazy. Kristen kind of became dormant. Crazy Kristen became normal Kristen and it was boring because her and Carter were like good for a while. And then and she was relegated to a minor role. Even yeah, she wasn't even involved in a lot of the main storylines. 
She wasn't. And she still isn't. Her only storyline is that she's crazy. Um, but at least she's crazy doing it. And actually, I I think that more so speaks to the fact that there's like 25 cast members. Nobody has a main storyline except for Jackson and Brittany right now. Absolutely. Which, can it be over? Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm ready for the wedding to be over. Uh, but yeah, it's it's kind of sad to see a friendship end in real time. But, you know, maybe it's for the best. Maybe Kristen will thrive from here, which I don't think she is because she's hanging out with Sheena now. So... <laughs> It's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's the opposite of thriving. And speaking of like a character who has really been relegated to the background, mm-hmm. like Sheena is the embodiment of it. She was the main character in season one alongside Stasi because the one of the main storylines was Stasi versus Sheena, and now she's yeah. barely in the show. Well, she's in the show, but she's like basically only hangs out with the new cast members, and they're like, "Okay, go be a bitch with the new cast members who are desperate for screen time," and she's like, "Okay." It's kind of sad. Yeah, none of the original cast really likes her or ever liked her. Yeah, true. They only ever liked her when they were fu- when there was infighting. So like, Katie and Stassi break up. Katie and Sheena become best friends. Right. Exactly. Et cetera. Et cetera. And I loved early season Sheena uh, until she got divorced. I loved Sheena, and then I was over her. <laughs> um, let's quickly talk about Jack's not going to the party to reflect okay. on on his father. What do you think about that scene? It was fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched. We can it leave and, it at that. Yeah, I was like, it's fine. But then it's like the next night he gets like fucked up as fuck. So I'm like, I just think he's like too old to go out that many nights in a row. <laughs> you think it was <laughs> an like, excuse for my father? And I'm like, no, I just think you're like ill. <laughs> you just needed to binge watch Friends for one night in between two nights of partying. Yeah, exactly. It was cute, but I'm like, all right. <laughs> It it was a little emotional, especially when he was talking about how he puts the urn on in the shotgun seat and drives around. Yeah, I I don't want to say too much because I I can't relate to the yeah can't about uh yeah. <laughs> it's interesting to see Jax in a vulnerable state like that because usually he's the alpha who's like I don't give a shit that I slept with your girlfriend. Yeah, and I just have this weird thing with Jax where he's always like. I want my dad to be proud of me and the man I am and who I've become and how I treat people. But I'm like, you still fucking treat people like shit and you're still like awful. So I don't know. I'm just like, I feel like he's like, he thinks he's all like a changed man and he's better. But I mean, y'all lucky you didn't have me on hot and Bravo three weeks ago during the homophobia shit because bitch, I would have gone off. <laughs> okay. Oh, I've been going off on <laughs> our weekly live show on TV co I've been doing them by myself. It's like one hour straight where I just like talk to a live stream rant. Yeah. Yeah. I've been going off on Brittany and Jax for that. Maybe we could talk about it on another episode, but not today. Yeah. It's just long story short. I have felt so uncomfortable watching this season the past couple of weeks because of the way Jax and Brittany have handled that situation oh. as long as well, as well as the rest of the cast sons, Ariana and Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, when Schwartz said to Tom, I usually can see your point of view, but this time I can't see it at all. I was like, are you kidding me, Schwartz? No. How? Oh. How? I have such a different uh, like view on this cast after that whole thing, and it makes me really sad. I have a theory but, um, about why Jax. they consolidated around um, Jax. But it's for yeah, another day. I, yeah, on another day, but yeah. Maybe next week. Jax, Jax is like still shit to me, and I'm just like, okay, you're... I don't know if your dad would be proud, but okay. <laughs> Did you see him rage tweeting the other night? Well, last uh, night, actually. 
I don't follow him because I, he's problematic. He's probably blocked you. He blocks everyone. Yeah, I've never responded or interacted with him on Twitter, but probably blocked because I'm gay and he hates gay people. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's let's quickly talk about the Dana Max thing just to get it over with. We'll talk about the whole drama of it all. Yeah. So near the beginning of the episode, we see Dana find out that this girl Olivia, I believe her name was, posted a photo. I think in Max's room, right? It's in Max's room. Or, or was it just in her own room? I think it's in her own room wearing a Tom Tom shirt that shirt. she assumed got from Max. Which wow. she only could have got from Max because only Max had them, right? Right. And then I would assume that it was like, I feel like Dana jumped to the conclusion of like, well, she probably got it because she slept at his place and she needed a shirt to sleep in and he gave her that or like some shit. Right. And then she took like a morning selfie when she got back at home with the shirt yep. as a little, you know, moment of braggadocio. Right, and she knew what she was doing, yeah. And the big kicker, though, was that Max liked the photo. Yeah. You know, none of the rest really mattered. But it he doesn't liked matter, the but photo. he obviously liked the photo, so he likes her. Right, so that, he actually, you know, he, he actually self-sabotaged right there. I love Dana, first off. I think she's the only new cast member that, like, has longevity. Um, she's good. She's good. I think Danica is good too, but she hasn't gotten a lot of screen time. But she has a hint of crazy Kristen to me. Danica is, I think, has potential to become one of the official members next season because she is a shit star. Um, I also famously used to work with Danica. Oh, <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Eddie told me. Okay, any yeah, Danica stories? Um, she's great. She's great. Um, really? Yeah, I... She's she's great. She's meant to be on the show for sure. Like, <laughs> so she wasn't all great necessarily. Like, I'm not surprised in the slightest. But is she crazy? <clears throat> she's all crazy. She's funny and very like likable and charming. And but she has that hint of like crazy Kristen in her. And it, I think she's leaning into her crazy side because she knows that's what's good for reality TV. Which I support. I'm like, girl, get it. Like, right. get your prize. Um. So I wouldn't be surprised if she got like moved up eventually, but I think Dana's amazing. Her her throwing the necklace through the the cat litter before giving it back to Max. I'm like, that's just great. That's genius. So let's talk about that scene. Um, Dana and Max have a confrontation, and Max says that you know he had been seeing the girl, but they weren't that serious. And then she moves to LA from San Diego so you know I guess he felt obligated to see her Dana's like wait so she moved to LA for you didn't she yeah Uh, Max denied that and he also says that um they didn't hook up because going to lunch with her was like going to lunch with his mom but Dana isn't fucking having it immediately breaks up with him on the spot like you said necklace in the cat litter she is an alpha, and she has so much spine in that moment. I really respected her for it because, honestly, that was sort of an unprecedented move in Vanderpump Rules history. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Rarely do these guys get any pushback 
for their scummy behavior. In fact, usually they just gaslight the girls into getting whatever the hell they want. You know, Stassi pushed back against Jax in the early seasons, but even then, like, they had a little bit of back and forth, and Stassi yeah. was, like, letting him back in. They had the kiss and arrowhead. Like, not that that's wrong, by the way. You know, do what you want to do. She stuck around for a while is, like, what I'm saying. Exactly. Dana's like, you know what? No, you screwed me over, and I know you did. Uh, we're done. Right, and I... What I appreciate with that, too, is, like, the relationship was so new still, and there's already drama. There's already secrets right. she's finding out. She's already finding things about him that he doesn't. she doesn't like. So she's like, all right, well, then, if this is already this much drama two weeks into our relationship, then no. And I appreciate that because, like... I feel like I'm, do I live in Vanderpump Rules? But I have a friend who is dating this guy and they've already like broken up and like fought. They're always fighting. They've already had like three breaks. They've only been together for two fucking months. And I, I literally am like, girl, how are you? You are, have more drama in your two months of a relationship than I've had in three years of one. Like that's a red flag. Like, why would you stay with this guy? Like it just blows my mind. So the fact that Dana was able to be like, like recognize the red flag early and be like no not wasting my time yeah it's not worth fighting for at that point it really isn't like you said it's too new you shouldn't be fighting that much during what's supposed to be the honeymoon phase right this should be the most fun part of the relationship if you have drama if you have five years of memories together you know five years of experiences all that longevity um then I could see, you know, fighting for it. Or even three years or two years. Yeah. But two weeks? Oh. I'd even say six months almost. <laughs> it's doomed. It's doomed Yeah, at that point. And, like, even going back, uh, like, to past episodes, the fact that when Dana would talk about it with people, she's like, we're exclusive, so, you know, we're not seeing anyone else. Which is, to me, what exclusive means. But then if you see any scene when Max talks about it, he's like, we're exclusive. But you know that? I don't really know what that means. It's just, I guess we're like hanging out. And I guess they're my top priority, but you know, not, they're not like my only priority. Like they obviously were on different pages. And I think Max knew that Dana was not on the same page as him, but he wasn't going to like say anything until it got brought to his attention. But when it did get brought to his attention, it was too late. Also, he's an idiot for accelerating the relationship. He asked to be exclusive. Right. He yeah. could have gone slower in the relationship. He didn't have to move so fast. Yeah. She seemed fine with it. She seemed fine with the pace that it was going before they went exclusive. And then he asked to go exclusive and she was ecstatic about yeah. it. He didn't have to do that. We should mention that later in the episode, Max tells James that in reality, he was breaking up with Olivia. He hadn't officially done that. It's all semantics, babe. You know. Oh yeah, I mean that's still dumb. Um, But he didn't tell her that, so he was lying in that moment. Yeah, he could have told her that, and maybe, maybe she would have actually forgiven him. She, yeah, and he. I think he he thought he was all high and mighty. Like I think his ego was bigger than it it should have been. And I think he was like, well, I can do this, and I can, if she calls me out for this, or she catches me doing this, like, she'll get over it, she'll move on, like, I'll be fine. But he didn't know Dana, obviously. She's a badass bitch. 
Mm-hmm. It's also funny that he thought Danica ratted him out, but it wasn't Danica, but I right. wish it was. <laughs> it was some random bitch whom I'm like, okay, desperate for attention match. <laughs> Let's uh, go back to Kentucky. Enough of LA. Why? <laughs> Can I leave the place? <laughs> Schwartz reveals, or actually, it's really Jax. Well, Schwartz tells Jax, which means the whole world has to know, yeah. um, that him and Katie don't have a marriage license, which we knew, and I think we actually covered on Holly Shook. We did cover it on Holly Shook because it was I think revealed. Page six ran a story on it or something. Yeah, like I think they posted on Instagram that they were in Vegas, and then it got like revealed that they went to Vegas for Tom and Katie's wedding, and then everyone was like, "But they've already been married," and then it was like they don't have an official marriage license. And so we actually knew the storyline was coming, but I did forget about it, to be honest, because that was over the summer. Um, Any new thoughts? Because we did cover it on Holly Shook. People people can go check that out. You can go check it out. Um, (laughs) I don't have any new thoughts on it. I think it's hilarious. I think it's, especially the way it was presented on this episode, it's a laughing point. You know, Katie thinks it's funny because she's like, you know, I gave Tom one fucking job and he didn't do it. Like, this is why I do everything. And like Tom's being all, you know, Tom about it. And I famously have a crush on Tom Schwartz. So I'm excited for this storyline because I think it'll be, especially in a season that's been kind of heavy. There's been a lot of heavy topics this season so far. I think it'll be kind of a fun, light storyline. Cause we know that they go to Vegas eventually for their redo of a wedding. Um, so I'm actually excited about this storyline because I think it it'll bring us a, a breath of fresh air to like a kind of weird season so far. Yeah, it wasn't a drama moment, and I think we all knew it wasn't going to be drama based on the social media posts yeah. on it. They clearly took it in stride. Yeah, and it's classic, like you said, aloof Tom. The- yeah, and it's not like it's not like oh Tom cheated on Katie, but they weren't technically married, like. They're like, we're, it's the same fucking thing. We're married. It's just not legal technically. And that's just classic us. I love it. I'm excited. And, you know, I love a good excuse for the Vanderpump Rules crew to go to Vegas. Because it's always a fucking mess when they go to Vegas. So bless this. Bless them being a fucking disaster of a couple. And I'm also sure, I'm pretty sure, that this moment gave us a view at a deleted scene. Because that whole scene with... Katie and Schwartz and Lisa and I think Ken too um, from back before the wedding. I don't think that scene was aired. Mm, I don't remember that scene necessarily. Like you don't remember the scene from this episode or you don't remember the scene from before? Oh, the scene when they told Lisa that they're not technically married. No, the scene where it's back in like 2016 or whatever. And um, Lisa's like, so where's your marriage license? And Schwartz is like, uh, and Katie's like, it's in the car. It's like under the seat. And she's like, I told Schwartz, like he has to take care of this, but it's back in 2016. I don't think, I don't think we they, got that scene back then. I think they just, they unearthed it. They unearthed that yeah. footage for us. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Cause I just don't remember that. Do you, well, maybe it was either. just such a, like whatever scene that I don't remember it, but who knows? No. Cause I think I could see them like revamp. I could see them like digging it up for this storyline and maybe they'll do it throughout. Be like, well, there's been a ton of 
red flags that you guys don't have a marriage license. <laughs> we got it all on tape. <laughs> um, speaking of Lisa Vanderpump, let's Queen. talk about Lisa Vanderpump surprising Jax and Brittany after they thought LVP wasn't going to make the wedding because her mom passed away. She left to go to the funeral. Turns out the funeral gets delayed. Lisa Vanderpump makes it to Kentucky, surprises Jax and Brittany. Jax and Brittany are both super emotional about it, but especially Jax because Jax has an estranged relationship with his mother. And Jax was saying to Lisa how she's been kind of a second mother to him. Yeah. I and I'm not saying this because I remember it from Instagram over the summer because I don't really remember seeing, I don't remember any of the pictures from the wedding, but I had a feeling that Lisa Vanderpump was going to be there. Like, I I didn't see her missing this. Um, not only for, like, a personal reason, but also, like, it's her fucking show, and this is, like, a huge staple of the show, that Jackson and Brittany are getting married. I doubt she'd miss out on it. Obviously, for her mom's wedding, she should miss anything, but feel like she had a little bit of pull in like when the funeral would be you know uh so you think she went back to postpone the funeral i think that she wanted to tell them so there was a little bit of suspense but i could also see lisa being like i can't make that funeral date let's push it back three days or something and like i mean what's three days (laughs) She's already dead, you know, so it's, the mom doesn't care. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> I'm a dick. Um, also, Vanderpump so Rules weddings are basically the Super Bowl of Vanderpump Rules. Right. And this was like, this is like the wedding because it's fucking Jax. Um, Although so. I think Stassi's wedding, whenever that right. happens, Stassi and Jax are the pillars. So you're right about yeah. Jax having a little, you know, extra special attention given to him. But I have said before that Vanderpump Rules is the house that Stassi and Jax built. And I agree with that. I think that they're going to have different airs to them because Jax's is like shocking in that, (laughs) wow, Jax is actually doing this. (laughs) Um, Especially since the road to this wedding was tainted with the whole faith drama and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, Whereas Stassi's, I think, is going to be like, we knew this was coming, but like, wow, it's perfect because Bo is famously perfect. Um, storybook. Storybook. Hers will be storybook wedding. Jackson Brittany's is like, against all odds. This is. <laughs> um, Jackson yeah. Brittany, it's like cringe as hell. And Stasi and Bo, <laughs> it's like genuine, genuine happiness for them. Like, yeah. I actually feel happy watching their love. I really do. And I, I, I say that in earnest. I'm not saying that, you know, as a joke. or no. like. And I know it sounds kind of cringe. That does sound kind of cringy. But, like, yeah. I don't know. They do have a certain bond that, that feels unbreakable in a way. They, they have a chemistry that, that feels real. Oh, no. I'm, like, so excited for them and their wedding. Like, it's going to be amazing. Jackson Brittany's. I just don't. I'm. I want it to be over. I. I really want it to be over because it feels like Jax is like wanting a pat on the back for getting married. Like it feels like he's doing it because he wants people to be like, "Good job." 
And Brittany, it feels like she's doing it because she's dreamt of this her whole life. And she's like, it doesn't even feel like they're getting married because they love each other. They're getting married because, like, they want a wedding. And, like, it just is weird and gross to me. And I will... I'm the first to say, I think when they first got together, I thought they were, like, really good together. But it's... I just... I don't feel the same way about them anymore, unfortunately. I feel that at this point, their relationship is very commercialized. Their, mm-hmm. their wedding is for the cameras. I'm sure they Fair. want to get married in some capacity, but yeah. it's all been accelerated, you know, so you had a storyline for season eight because otherwise, what's the fucking storyline? I mean, go back, you know, five years now, right? Season three is Sheena's... No, let's go back even one year before that. Season two, you have an engagement, Sheena and Shay. Season yes. three, you have their wedding. Season four, you have Katie and Tom's engagement. Mm. Right, season five, you have Katie and Tom's wedding. Season six is the one season where you don't get that. And what happened? Jackson Brittany had faith, and then (laughs) season seven, you have the engagement of Jackson Brittany, and now you have the wedding. It just felt like a part of the machine. Yeah, you couldn't stop it. Which Stassi and Bose will be next season. Right. And this season, Um, we're getting a double. We're getting both a wedding and an engagement. Yeah. And then, okay, so just quick cue. Um, Lala's already engaged. And I know that Randall just got introduced on the show. But I told, I was talking with Dallas. I don't think they're going to show Lala and Randall's wedding on the show. I... I don't know. I don't have a pulse on it because it seems like Randall's getting a little more comfortable with the cameras. At first, he didn't want anything to do with it. But see, I think that they didn't show their engagement. And I think that... But that was before. That was before when he wasn't interested in being on the show. Now, clearly, he's all up in the show. He's one of Jax's uh, groomsmen. I know, which is ridiculous, by the way. (laughs) But um, I don't know. I just think I could see... I could see them doing, like, showing, like, the bachelorette party and the, like, bridal shower and, like, the whatever. But I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't do a whole wedding extravaganza for Lala and Randall. Because it's also kind of the first couple that... I mean, I guess Sheena and Shay. Shay wasn't, like, a huge part of the show, but, like, Sheena was. I don't know. I'm, like, I'm just interested to see how they're gonna... How they're gonna approach the Lala Randall. Rendell. Rendell. Lala Randall wedding. The one reason why I can see it not happening, so to agree with you here, it would be too high profile. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I think there's going to be some big fucking people at that wedding, and I don't think that a lot of them are going to want it to be on this little reality show. Like, would Martin Scorsese want to be on Vanderpump Rules? I don't think so. Exactly. And that's... And they're friends. I didn't want to say that because I didn't want to like sound pretentious, but literally I just think that Randall... I think the guest the guest list for that wedding is going to be way crazier than any of theirs. Two A list. It's two A list. I think Stassi and Katie and Brittany and all of them are going to be at that wedding. Oh yeah, and I, I could see them following the events leading up to it, but I don't think that it'll be televised again. People like that, Scorsese, they're not trying to like be filmed for four hours like that. And 
Randall would want Scorsese at his wedding. Right. And I mean, Randall, it even took Randall a long time to want to be filmed. So, yeah, interesting. That was just, Dallas and I were having that debate uh, yesterday. You know what? I think you're right. I think you're right. I was leaving the door open, but now I think it's shut. Yeah. We couldn't decide, but I think we just decided now. We decided. It's done. Well, the episode ends with Jack's getting fucked up, Brittany going to bed, and I think Jax is going to be deathly hungover on his wedding day, yeah. which is appropriate. Faith shows up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Faith is... We all forgot Faith was invited. Um, he invited her years ago when they were hooking up. <laughs> um, but, okay, I'm just fucking hoping that the actual wedding happens next season. Season. Next season. <laughs> it's, it's going to be a by multi-season wedding. I would love for them to get married by next season. Um... <laughs> No, I'm just really hoping the wedding happens next episode and we can leave this fucking terrible story behind because their wedding has been nothing but cringe this whole fucking season. Yeah, and they're obnoxious. They are so Yeah, they're terrible. They're terrible. I never in a million th- years thought I would think Brittany is terrible, but here I am. Yeah. You know. With good reason. With good reason, but it's just so crazy in the matter of, what, three years? She can go from being America's sweetheart to just... <laughs> People just don't like her. And Remember I when like... she was America's sweetheart? Oh, she was. The days. She was America's sweetheart. And I just, I hate to see it. But, you know, that's life on Vanderpump Rules. You, you rise and you fall. You love to hate to see it. Right. Uh, what did you think about your first ever Hot and Bravo? Oh, it was awful. Um, I did actually. While <laughs> it didn't we take three that. years for this podcast to lose its spot as America's sweetheart, huh? <laughs> it took merely 30 minutes. Um. I did actually while I was on while I was recording log on to Eddie's UCB um class profile and cancel him out of the rest of the classes so that I don't have to come back and do this. So <laughs> Yes, he will be back. He will be back. Rye, hopefully you'll be back too someday. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm sure I I'm hoping just as much as everyone that I'll be back. No, I'm kidding. Um this is awesome. Thanks. I miss talking about this in depth. I know. Nobody, <laughs> Dallas and I are the only ones in our lives who watch this, and we talk about it, but we talk about it while we're watching it, and then we fall asleep. So it's nice to get get this out in the air. Yeah, new perspectives. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed having me. I, I'm thankful that I was allowed the honor to be on the Hot and Bravo podcast. Um, yeah, let us know if you uh, enjoyed Rise presence uh, <laughs> on this show. Uh, you can at him. You can. Where at? You can. You can at me on Twitter at the real Rye Alk. That's R Y A L K, or on Instagram at Rye Alk. R Y A L K. And if you did enjoy the annoying sound of my voice, I record another podcast that we mentioned earlier with Armin called Holly Shook. We cover historical celebrity scandals. We do a deep dive into them, and we also cover current event celebrity scandals. So. If you like Bravo, I'm sure you have some interest in celebrity as well. So you might like that podcast, and we'd love for you to listen. Um, but in the meantime, thank you for having me. And we dive into Bravo celebrities every now and then. So We do. I find more often than not, we also are talking about Bravo celebrities because they are celebrities in our eyes. Maybe not to everyone, but to us, they are. <laughs> and everyone, uh, you can follow us to... Uh, like I said, let us know if you enjoyed uh, Rye Alk. So when you tweet at him, also tweet at us at Hot and Bravo. 
You can also follow us at Han Bravo on Instagram. And uh, we hope you'll join us for next week's Vanderpump Rules uh, recap. Bye. Bye.